Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another edition of the Goose and Gambles podcast. My name is Joe Pulte, joined always by my cohort, Mr. Jordan Collins. Joko, how are we living on this fine Monday afternoon? Doing pretty good. I think you could hear me a little bit better. My voice isn't uh, crackly. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) I think uh, I maybe sound a little bit worse. Uh, I am definitely coming off... uh, an unprecedented weekend at work. I think I did 60,000 steps in two days. Uh, I got to say, Daytona 500, it's a lot of people. Uh, and when that got canceled, my work got wrecked this this weekend. Really? So, okay, I didn't even think about that. I was just... <laughs> uh, we were just prepared because of the rain, right? So the entire state of Florida is covered in rain. And, you know, when that happens, of course, we're an indoor entertainment uh, place, we're going to be busier than normal. Uh, and we're next door to a Top Golf. Uh, it was so busy in Orlando this weekend. Like, even though it was raining, Top Golf was busy. <laughs> and uh, we set our single day company record uh, on Saturday and then broke it again on Sunday, which. Well, congrats, man. Is, is pretty insane. Uh, yeah, I mean, sure, that that's great, but my body uh, feels like. Uh, it feels like I played one of those like five set tennis matches, and then the next day like had another five set tennis match. So, yeah, Daytona 500 people. Uh, uh, I didn't. I never realized this because I was always on the other side of Florida. But I mean, there's like a hundred thousand plus fans who go to that. And... Oh yeah, no, for sure. It's one of the bi- dude. It's the. Uh, it's like it's NASCAR's weird. Daytona's like the Super Bowl, and it happens twice a year. Or was that Talladega? Maybe I'm mixing the two up, but yeah, no, it's Daytona is one of the big NASCAR races. Yeah. And well, all those people like Daytona doesn't have enough hotels for <laughs> those people. <laughs> right. So yeah. all of those people stay in Orlando because it's one hour away and it's basically a straight shot. It's not a bad drive or anything like that. And uh, yeah, so we we and everything in Orlando got uh, hit pretty crazy yesterday, but. I'm here. I've now slept it off, and uh, now I just gotta wake up and get into it here. Uh, speaking of getting into it, uh, uh, I guess real quick, you want to recap the Super Bowl? Yep, Super Bowl. Let's recap it. And you know what? Let me tell you, I did about 500 miles of driving this weekend. Pretty, pretty insane weekend here we had. But yeah, Super Bowl recap. Uh, Chiefs are your winner. I was incorrect, but I don't think I was that far off. I mean. No, but you were, I mean, remember, at least what I gave out was the Chiefs plus eight and the under 53, and that looked... And I think we were both pretty heavy on that, and that was never yeah. a doubt. That was the worst entire saved. time. <laughs> my, most of my props came up a little bit short, other than obviously our big, you know, national anthem uh, bet. Uh, but the big, the big thing everybody wants to hear about is, okay, it's been a week now. What are your thoughts on the Usher for a song bet? Okay, Fiasco. it's really simple, and I know there's a lot of young people out there in the world that don't fucking know who Usher is. He started singing the words to My Way. Then it, because Usher played nine seconds of every song he's ever had, then it went to, what was it, Caught Up. All of the but, bets were pending, all of the bets pushed. I think I was right still. to the. I will take that to the grave that I heard My Way. Interesting. I mean, I was working, we were watching it in a um, loud environment, obviously, at, at work, but uh, all I heard was caught, caught up. 
So I was at an apartment watching it with seven other people, tiny apartment. And they asked me, who, what do I think the first song was going to be? And I said, my way. Literally, everybody high-fived me as they heard the song My Way happen. So I was like, cool. There's, I'm not the one going insane. There was five other people in the room with me, or seven other people in the room with me, that said, nope, it's my way. <laughs> Easily one of the more controversial things that's happened on Super Bowl. Um, crazy. I get it. Nobody won. It was basically a fucking push. Right. I got paid out, then I did not get paid out. That's how quick that happened. Interesting. Uh, well, I mean, you know, uh, in between that time, uh, obviously other people don't realize that uh, via text you were <laughs> you were in a particular mood. <laughs> and it was I, not one for, for Twitter jokes. <laughs> no, it was not. Uh, one, I was sleep deprived. I stayed up all night cooking a brisket for people. So, yeah, I was a little on edge, if anything. <laughs> it's, it's my favorite uh, uh, Joko by far, but it's one that I, I kind of enjoy being f- a little bit further away. <laughs> because then I can as actually a bookie, do damage. There were seven other things going on that I was like, I don't need a bunch of other shit to happen. Of course, everybody and their mom was on the Chiefs, so of course it was terrible for my books in that situation. Everything on the lines of that, so nothing... It was just, there was a lot of stress that was not necessary. So at least I needed my one. I needed to go my way, some would say, for Usher. And so I was just not having with y'all dipshits talking. Yep. Uh, Either way, uh, it was a pretty good uh, second half of the Super Bowl. It was a pretty shitty first half, um, to be honest. But... Uh, you know, Patrick Mahomes is, is that guy, and I, I do think the 49ers screwed up the overtime thing. Man, uh, I don't, and maybe I'm on the wrong side of this, and I'm in the minority, but, like, their defense was just on the field. Yeah. I, I, I completely agree, and I get that the play calling is called differently when you get the ball second because you know exactly what you need. I understand that. I don't think that's the real reason. I don't think that's the – I would have done the same thing, and I'm sure everybody and their mom would have told me I'm an idiot too, but I was like, dude, my defense was just on the field for about eight minutes. Uh, give them a little bit of a break. I mean, if you score a touchdown, you would assume, like, hey, all your defense needs to do is just stop them. Worst case, they do get a touchdown. Chiefs get a touchdown. You get the ball third. A field goal wins it. I, yeah, if I anything, looked at what as, you really screwed up was the drive before the Chiefs drive to tie the game. Right. Where they could have, like, if they had just gotten the first down, been able to run the clock down and just win the game that way. Uh, that's where they kind of screwed up. But, uh, yeah, uh, either By the way, way. I don't think uh, Shanahan firing the D.C. was a massive surprise that everybody's making it out to be. If you watch the 49ers play all year, that defense was suspect. Yeah, for sure. It It wasn't. Because what he did in the Super Bowl, that was a season-long decision. Like, hey, at the end of this, we are going to find somebody better. And uh, I think the way that the 49ers are getting treated is fucking insane. It, the way that they're saying, like, oh, the, what a bunch of losers. Like, bro, they just, they played probably one of the harder home, like, they played the hotlines. They played a very hot Packers team, and they came back and won both of those. Like, I, it, it was a pretty damn good postseason for them. Nothing to be ashamed of. They'll figure it out. I'm not too worried about them next year. Everybody else thinking like, oh, they're going to be awful. I mean, they're the Super Bowl favorites going into next year right now. 49ers are, yeah. 
which is yeah. a little crazy because uh, I don't know. I guess maybe it's just harder for the Chiefs because next year Joe Burrow will be healthy. The Bills will be back. Dolphins should theoretically get better. Um, and really all the NFC has momentum-wise is the Lions. Lions, right. really. Uh, Packers yeah. might be a hot team uh, next yeah. year. Yeah, I guess the Packers too. But it, um, it's still none of those teams are going to scare me if I'm the 49ers. No. Mm-mm. Not at all. Um, okay. Um, what about for today? Today is President's Day. We've got some uh, the makeup of the Daytona 500 here in a couple hours. Uh, we've got uh, some baseball, basketball, whatever you want to get into. Yeah, I'm looking up a couple things. Uh, I mean, we could realistically, I think uh, this was in our group chat earlier. We like a lot of the Toyota drivers, and that's actually getting the most value. So, yes, we will probably be on Toyota to win the Daytona 500, any of the drivers that drive at Daytona. I was about to bet that before, then my NASCAR guy in the group chat said, yeah, that's what I'm on too. So I was like, I love that. Love being on the same side as someone that actually knows more than me. Uh, Hockey, I mean... I'm trying to see what games have haven't started already. Um, let's see what we've got tonight. So I'm on it right now. Yep. Uh, I like the Oilers. I like the Oilers to beat the Coyotes. Coyotes on a back-to-back. I like the puck line at minus one and a half. And if not, if you don't like that, I'd even take the Oilers and the over six and a half money line. That okay. becomes plus one thirty. Not bad. Okay. Anything else? Yeah, like we, I think you've already placed that bet for me. Thank you, Joe. But I also like uh, Connor McDavid to score in a PowerPoint play or a PowerPoint point itself. So an assist or goal during a PowerPoint. That's at plus 110. So I do like McDavid there. Um, trying to see what else hasn't started yet. Uh, Alex Leon. He's going up against the Kraken. Kraken don't shoot a lot, so I would go less on his saves at 27 and a half. So I would take the under on that. Okay. Uh, back to the Oilers game. Sorry, here we go. Evan Bouchard, give me over two and a half shots on goals. That should be a pretty clear one. Uh, Coyotes struggle against defenders on shots on goals, so that's something I do like there. I'm going to take anything else that I could see here. Uh, let's go to the Senators Lightning game. Uh, give me a Stamkos over three and a half shots on goal or two and a half, I believe is what it is. I'm good with three shots and four shots. Okay. And then uh, Sebastian Ajo against the Blackhawks. Give me the over his shots on goals as well. Should be a two and a half or three and a half. I like both of those, whichever way you can get it there. Okay, cool. Um, I kind of like maybe like a Vegas Golden Knights Lightning, uh, just a you know little money line parlay there. Yeah, um, no, here if you want to like a kind of a solid long shot because I kind of agree with you there. Take that Oilers in over six and a half goals, parlay that with the Knights at minus one and a half puck line, and then give me the Lightning at one and a half too. I'm putting all three of those together. Uh, should be around. Plus 10 or 10 to 1 odds. Yeah, or I think it's 7 to 1, but uh, 
at least on my book. Uh, but then again, some of my stuff are minus one thirties, not plus. Um, but uh, yeah, I'm gonna do that for my uh, bonus bet that I got here. Yeah, go wild. Uh, there's not a lot of basketball games today for college. Uh, NBA had their all-star break. Um, that well, I'm sure everybody else and their mothers already talked about it, but that could have easily been the worst dunk contest of all time. I, if, I don't uh, watch NBA all-star weekend anymore. Literally ever since the Dwayne Wade, uh, dunk contest fiasco, I haven't watched. This, and I this was almost egregious anything. compared to that. This almost was worse than the D Wade. Really? Yeah. This motherfucker. Uh, nothing. One, I have an issue with uh, non-NBA players being in the league or in the dunk contest. To me, that's stupid. I get it. He's probably the better dunker out there. But at this point, if we're going to do that, might as well just get all the other. It? Yeah. Might as well get all the other just dunkers out there, like the YouTube dunkers, and just have a show that way. Because Jalen Brown jumped over a guy sitting in a chair. Dunk's a regular dunk, an in-game dunk. Nothing crazy. Gets like a 49. Jacob Toppin does something pretty fucking sweet. Over the leg, or under the legs a couple times. Spin. Dunks. Gets like a 42. It did not make sense. That was even, like, excluding all Max McClung's dunks. Exclude that. Jacob Toppin probably had one of the best dunks. Should have been the finalist. Didn't even make it to the finals. Because I don't know what the judges were smoking. That was... It was probably the most offensive judging I've ever seen. But other than that, uh, the All-Star Weekend, I didn't get to watch much of it. I kind of listened to it on the radio because driving home from Dallas, watching all college baseball games was nothing else on. Uh, right. I heard there was like 300 three-point attempts. So basically it was just watching like people just chunking up shit. Uh, Carl Towns was the top scorer with a 50-piece. Um, hilarious because of how the rest of the NBA All Stars treat Carl Towns. <laughs> but uh, I mean, I don't know. Uh, again, I haven't watched in in years. Um, I don't think there's anything good in any sport for All Star events other than right now the Home Run Derby. The Home Run Derby. I would say that even the MLB All Star Game is pretty cool. Like, like these pitchers are trying, the hitters are actually trying to hit as well. That's the right. only game where I think I see people actually give a shit. No, but hearing that there was three hundred, I, I just looked it up. Three hundred and sixty-eight three-point attempts in last night's All Star Game. Oof, that's insane. <laughs> that's basically shoot around practice. Yeah, I was just fucking around shooting from the logo, which. Second thing I'm upset about, maybe just me being an old guy. Logo threes are stupid when the logo's basically at the three-point line. It's not just a three-point line. Just because the logo's wide does not make it a logo three. Correct. Yeah. I mean, in my opinion, it's got to be within, like, you know. Near the half-court line. Yeah. Not I think it's six like, feet in front of it. I think it's, like, 30 feet. From yeah. the midcourt to the three-point line, and it to me, it's got to be within ten feet of the midcourt line. Yeah, no shit's stupid. It, this it's all it, basketball in general is just going to shit. Yeah. I got uh, college basketball play. Probably just keep it at one because there's only like six real games to go for. Uh, Texas and Kansas State. Uh, the over/unders at one forty. 
take the over. I think this easily, I mean, I've been to three or four Texas-Kansas State games. For some reason, this one always goes overtime and double overtime. Uh, that, that said, they also score a shit ton, so I would say, hey, take the over 140. I feel like that's way too low. Okay. Got it. Lock that one in. Um, what was I just looking at here? Okay. Uh, I've got some stuff here. Uh, you know, play a little game here. You tell me what you think the, the odds are. All right? Uh, and we're going to go into the baseball category here. Are we going uh, Major League Futures? Major League Futures. Let's do this. This this our shit here. World Series winner. Where do you think last year's World Series winner, the Texas Rangers, what do you think their odds are? Um, and I don't think we should be high up there. Let's be straightforward here. Um, a lot of reasons why I, not a lot of people are coming back. Pitching staff is banged up from last year and the year before. I would give us anywhere of fifteen to fifteen to one odds. Okay, it's thirteen to one. That's pretty close. Okay, not bad. Um, where do you think uh, last year's Cinderella, the Arizona Diamondbacks, are? Uh, give me like forty or fifty to one odds. Uh, thirty to one. Still, really? still, still fairly tasty. No, I it's unfortunately that was a really fun ride. They did not get. A, I, I like a lot of their rookie kind of guys coming out. Col- Corbin Carroll, absolute weapon. Uh, the fat guy, the pitcher, he's going to be good in the future. They got a solid core, but the issue is, is that now they're going up against a revamped Giants team. They're going up against a revamped Dodgers team. I don't think Dodgers going to be incredible this year, but I do feel like they're going to take. There's going to be a lot more better teams in that NL West. True. And you know, yeah, I was on the Diamondbacks overs last year. I loved that team. I loved what they were about to become. I just feel like this is a setup for a down year for them. It's a letdown spot. So, like two years ago, you know, we, we fell in love with Orioles overs. And then, you know, especially last year, uh, we went uh, big on the Orioles, thought they were going to do, do good. Uh, we also had a little bit of, you know, like D backs action last year. Who is our team right now? before they even really officially start. Who do you think our surprise team that we're going to be all about in three months? All right, you ready for this? It's kind of gross. I have a team in mind as well, but it's not a gross team, so I, I hope you're not about to say the Yankees. No, no, God, no. I, I think the okay. Yankees are going to plummet, actually. I think you're going to get the exact same results as you did last year. Yep. Uh, they haven't really improved on the actual pitching rotation itself on the Yankees. You're getting the same lineup. The difference is you're getting one Soto, so there is one extra bat, but that is literally not going to make a difference. If you saw the Padres last year, he had an incredible bat. Everybody else sucked, similar to what the Yankees have right now. So, yes, you got Judge Soto is standing if he plays 100 games. They might be an 80 to 85 win team. Other than that, no. So do not buy on the Yankees. My team is the Guardians. Ooh, the Guardians. The Guardians, uh, our favorite Cleveland Guardians. I think that they have a lot of rookies coming out. I know they battled with some injuries. Uh, Joseph uh, Jose Ramirez, probably one of the more unlucky baseball players last year. I think he had 29 home runs that were not home runs. Let me let me explain that a little bit better. So you know the what, what it dong website. 
he had 29 where it was like, hey, it's a unicorn. It did not get out of the field kind of situation. So like wherever he hit it, it would have been a home run in any other ballpark, but where he was at, it was not. So very unlucky there. Uh, Tristan McKenzie, I think he's one of the next future Cy Youngs of the future. Like they're going to be all right. I'm really big on the Guardians. I would take a small chance of them winning the division. Little shekel here, they're plus 400. I like them over the Tigers and the Twins. Tigers should be good this year as well. That'd be my only fear, but I do think the Guardians have the most improved season. Interesting. Guardians are plus 350 to win their division, tied with the Tigers. Interesting. Yeah, Tigers are going to be all right. Uh, they have that kid coming up. They paid a minor league kid. Uh, Keith Mitchell, I think is his name. He's a stud. He's a weapon. They're going to have Casey Miz back on the rotation. Uh, that's a team that's also going to be on the upswing. I just kind of need to see it first. I've seen the Guardians be good. I need to see the Tigers be good kind of thing. I, I have faith in the Guardians more than I do the Tigers. Okay. Uh, my team, uh, which, uh, again, you know, I've got a, a decent track record here. Uh, I kind of like the Cincinnati Reds. Is that crazy? Is it I mean, crazy for me? Not to, no, like... it's not. Uh, let's. There's still free agents to happen and shit like that. But uh, they got some decent studs, young teams. I don't, it's not a insane thing to think about. Let's just say that. Uh, a team that I think is going to be a lot of fun. Um, I think there's going to be a lot of uh, potential uh, fantasy value there, right? Because I don't think they necessarily have stars that maybe, you know, half of our league uh, knows about. Um, and I don't know. I just think they're, they're frisky. And uh, they made some good signings. Uh, I don't see any reason they're not better than last year. And yeah, Cardinals, Cubs, eh. I, I don't believe in the Cubs for sure. Cardinals are, you know, a professional baseball organization. Uh, they're probably going to be uh, up there. But I don't know. I think the Reds can give them a run for their money. Uh, is how I, I don't it. know who's pitching for the Cardinals. I, they got a bunch of older guys that were absolutely r- brutal this year. So yeah. they're rebuilding a skeleton rotation. So I would absolutely not be big on the Cardinals this year. Uh, Cubs actually, that was probably one of the bigger fall offs to make. Like, I think they needed to win two games out of their 30 to make the playoffs. And that last September really fucking killed them. And they were one game literally got the diamondbacks in there. Yeah. I I have more faith in the cart the Cubs depending on if uh, what's his face signs uh, Cody we'll figure out where he's going he's still on the list. Uh, but there is something I do want to say the Dodgers win total of over a hundred and three. Okay, that is so goddamn high for a team that has three rotation pitchers that are healthy. They actually don't even list it on here. I don't. Okay, it's on FanDuel right now, so I'm just checking that one out. Interesting. Breaking but, season wins. I wonder what the guard. Let's see what the Guardians are. Oh no, the Guardians aren't on here. Oh, they're there. Seventy-seven and a half. I would take the over. I think they could. Yeah. They're a borderline 500 team. I think they can do it. They play in a weaker division. Yep. I, I wouldn't. That's not insane. Uh, teams that I think are going to absolutely be brutal 
Uh, Boston Red Sox this year, I was pretty low on selling on them last year. Won a shit ton of money on their unders. Probably going to ride that back again. Uh, their over-unders at 79.5 wins. I, I do not believe they hit five. You got them at 80.5? Yeah. They're not going to be a 500 team. I'm just straightforward with you there. Mm-hmm. I agree. Uh, let me take a look at other things. Texas Rangers. Just going to pull this up right now. 89.5 wins is what I have on Fandle. I would go under. I I love this team. I they've done everything in the last year to make me the happiest man in the world for the rest of my life. I'm okay and I'm willing to accept a down year from them. It is going to be a 70 win team, maybe 78, 79 wins at the max. I do not see them being 500. It is going to be okay too. It is it's going to be completely fine. They can fuck around for the next 10 years of my life. I will always have this one. So that said, I would be kind of big on the under, under 89 and a half wins. 90 wins is a lot. We didn't even get 90 wins last year. We literally went under this win total as we're talking now. So yeah, take that and run. Okay. Um, Let me see. I also kind of like the Diamondbacks. I do like the over 83. Um, I, I just like all the moves they've made there. Um, let's see what the Braves are. Our Braves are at 100. Eh, I don't know that I, I would love... say that's accurate. I would say that potentially is one of the best teams built. Yep. I think if anything, if there's a weird kind of like, how do I say it? Uh, like best team in the league, it is going to be the Braves. They're going to have the most wins. I would put yeah. money on that. They're going to be your num- number one seed in the National League League. National League, that's plus 175 on FanDuel. Uh, if we're looking at the American League for number one seed, if, I think it's the Astros. I think that's the... That's going to be the team to beat in the American League. Astros are 92.5. Yankees are 93.5. I would take the Astros over the Yankees under. Interesting. Uh, Astros are getting a lot of core relief uh, starting pitchers in their rotation back. McCullers is coming back. They got a bunch of young guys that were good last year. I expect them to be better this year since it's their first year in the league. I think there's just more depth with the Astros rotation. So that is going to be probably one of the better teams. And they got a lot of their lineup coming back. And if anything, they lost Maldonado. That's probably an addition by subtraction of how poorly that guy is a hitter. So they are probably going to get another catcher that can plug in and be... He could strike out every at-bat. He's probably already better. What do you so, think the lowest uh, win total is? It's got to be the Athletics. Um, has to be. Actually, I, they're not uh, on the board right now, so you might be right about that. <laughs> what do you... Uh, let me put it this way. Uh, what do you think the over-under for the Chicago White Sox is? Um... It's got to be 50 to 60. 61? 63 and a half. Okay, so I'd take the under on that, and then I'd take the under on the Oakland Athletics. Their over-under is 57 and a half. Man, we got to figure out how to parlay this stuff. It won't let me parlay. Uh, let me see if I can. Because it will not as well. Oops. Yeah. Those bookmakers trying to save their money while they can. Um, okay. Um, 
Just some more MVP props. Um, I would put money on Jordan Alvarez right now. He's at nine, ten to one almost for AL MVP. Yeah, I think um, once again, I just think it's it's the Astros' year. I I would probably put a little bit of a ticket on the Astros to win the World Series. One, because when it happens, I won't be as hurt when I win money. Um. Is there any chance the Angels perform better? No. No. I have that is another bet that I've done for the last five years, and I have hit five straight years. They have not hit their win total in in almost ten years. Wow. It is my favorite thing to do in the beginning of the season because it's always like, all right, Trout's healthy, Otani's healthy. They got all these additions, Rendon or whatever, right? And they just shit the bed every fucking year. Uh, nothing too crazy, but theirs is at what? 72, 73? I don't know. I was just looking at the AL MVP odds, and I'm looking at Mike Trout 20 to 1. Sadly, if Mike Trout was... will probably never win another MVP. He's probably. in that LeBron James level of like, okay. Or a Tom Brady level, like where yeah, everybody's like, yeah, Tom Brady had an incredible season, but look what somebody else did. Tom Brady does this all the time. Sadly, that's the Mike Trout thing. He's won so many MVPs that they're just kind of like, okay, what did you do better than that last time you won MVP? That's the weird world of baseball writers right now. I have just turned heel when he went to the Dodgers and just like gone all in. And just, like, I don't know. I wish that would happen more in sports like it does in wrestling, where it's just like, okay, I'm going to go to the one team that nobody wants me to go to because they're going to pay me the most, which I get 100%. And he's going to be able to win the most titles for sure. But I do wish he would, you know, I guess it's different when so much of that is tied to your money that nobody's ever really going to go heel. <laughs> but just once I want a, a player to sign with another team and then be like, yeah, I don't care what you guys think. Cool. <laughs> and then just start, I don't know, trolling the and other at fans. At the end of the day, it, it wasn't that big of a, for me, it wasn't that big of a shock. I was more shocked at the actual, the dollar amount for Omotani. Yeah. Then I think I was like triple, quadruple shocked when I found out, oh, they just cheated the system. They won. They won mm-hmm. baseball. It, it, I think that for, especially for the Rangers right now, with all the money shit that they're going through, I'm not sure if you're aware of this, but they're suing Bally's and Bally Sports went bankrupt. So now they're suing a bankrupt entity. Yeah. And because of that, now Amazon Prime has gone out and basically bought out Bally's, bailed them out. And because we're in a lawsuit with them, we are not going to be added to the Amazon Prime shit. Oh shit! So not only are we not going to get paid from Bally's, we're still pending on a lawsuit. There, we may not have an actual TV channel for the Texas Rangers. So the reason why we haven't been able to re-sign players or have anything like that is because we have no TV money. We have gone completely fucked on that, and that's same thing going on with like three other teams. So that's kind of the downfall of that—that the reigning champions may not be on TV next year. That's a lot of money because that's a lot of games, obviously. Exactly. Um, so that's a little baseball 
heads up for the management there. But that's why I don't think there's going to be a lot of. I I just don't see that there's going to be a lot of love. I think the, the Rangers sadly will be a seventy, barely an eighty win team. Interesting. Okay. Um, okay. Uh, let's see. Cy Young. It looks like Garrett Cole, Kevin Gosman. Probably that. Uh, maybe Corbin Burns can be an ace for the Orioles. Yeah, long shot here. Um, don't hate Joe Ryan with the Twins. If he, I think he'd be an Owen. Oh no, forty to one. That's not bad. Yeah, don't like a dark horse here. Uh, other people kind of like where I feel like. Cy Young winner is going to come out of nowhere, but I, it would most likely be a Gosman or Pablo Lopez, one of the two. But just as a long shot, I, I wouldn't. I think when you compare Pablo Lopez and Joe Ryan's, they might have similar numbers. Really comes down to wins there, as usual, right? Uh, National League, I will ride it out. It's either going to be Spencer Strider. I think Zach Gallon won this previous year, but I do think it's Spencer Strider's year to win. Yeah, I do. Uh, love. Love, love the rookie of the year stuff here. Um, there's really good value on Wyatt Langford. Wyatt Langford. Wyatt Langford was in the College World Series less than eight months ago. Drafted by the Rangers. He might be on the opening day roster. He is an absolute freak. Uh, Evan Carter, if you remember his historics in October, he may have a Randy Rosarena type of Pre following up year where he also wins rookie of the year. So I like both of those. Jackson Holiday, he's still really, really young. Yeah. I don't think he's going to be on the opening day roster, especially with how stacked the Orioles are. Not saying he, he's going to get traded or anything like that, but I think they'll probably give him one more year in the pros. If not, he'll be a late August or September call up where he can't get some at bats, kind of like Evan Carter was this previous year. Gotcha. Um, actually, what I'm looking at here, best regular season record, Dodgers plus 180, Braves plus 300. Give me the Braves. Yeah. Um, let's see here. Yeah, that what you were talking about for uh, Wyatt Langford for Rookie of the Year? Yeah, it should be around 8-1, to 7-1. He's not even in it. He's not listed on here. Oh, American That's, League, duh. There we go. That's how valuable uh, no, he is. He's plus 575. 575? Jesus, Fandle's kicking your ass. I know, I see that. Uh, Evan Carter, 240. Jackson Holiday, 300. Wyatt yeah. Langford, 575. That is crazy. Um, is, Colt Keith is the Tiger guy I was talking about. My bad. Uh, he should be 10-1 to 1 on yours? Um, 9-1. to 1. Nine to one. Okay, he hasn't even stepped foot on a major league program or a baseball field, and he just got a hundred million dollar contract. Twenty five to one or twenty two to one. Same with your National League guy down here, Jackson Churio. He was also another Brewers guy that uh, got a big contract before even getting called up to the professional level. So there's a lot of a lot of faith in both of those players. So it might be worth a sprinkle on those. All skills. I would not yes. bet on Paul Skeens. Yeah, he's still pretty. Uh, Yamamoto has all the buzz in the world already at plus 155. Is that free money right now? Uh, this was the same thing as the Cody Singh guy from the Mets. 
where he came over. He Mm -hmm. or yeah, he was plus one fifty as well for the rookie of the year national league. Ended up going to uh, Corbin Carroll towards the end of it all. Like once, I think once you start seeing your your Jackson Churio play, um, who was the other guy that was like pretty big on there? Hell, Dylan Cruz might be in a better spot to win over. Like as a long shot, he could get called up pretty quickly. Him and White Langford literally went back and forth with each other last year in the World Series. Probably one of the best college World Series. I think the Nationals got an absolute face of the franchise player with him. I think that should have probably been the number one pick. Here's what I would say is, based on what I've been reading and and feeling the buzz so far, if you like Yamamoto, the time to do it is right now, because I think at some point he's actually going to go into the negative, like odds-wise. Probably, Um, and that's same as Corbin Carroll. Like You literally had a window of, what was it, opening day? To basically the second weekend of opening day, then he was like minus one thousand. He went from plus one fifty to like minus a thousand within Correct. seconds. Yeah, and you know uh, Corbin Carroll is someone who, because he became like a fantasy all star, I think he started to get the the buzz from the casual players, uh, the casual fans. Sorry, um, and I don't know. I feel like Yamamoto is is similar in that. Um, he's he was an insane freak of nature in the Japanese league. I mean, he's got some crazy pitches. That that was once Otani Domino went. Everybody's like, all right, we have to go all in on Yamamoto. I sure he's gonna have fine. I just have a weird feeling that he's gonna struggle like like most Japanese pitchers great. do in their first year. I love that it's one like rookie. Uh... Who I won't be fighting for you over uh, fantasy baseball with, <laughs> because it's always you and me now who are going to be uh, battling it out. Um, okay, uh, let's see. Anything else I got here? Anything else you got for baseball futures? I mean, we'll probably still do some more baseball futures throughout some training. I wish there was a uh, a prop that was like, oh, these players will make the All Star. Let me I'm just double checking and seeing if there is, but I doubt there is. Um, Ellie De La Cruz, do you think he gets 40 bags, 40 stolen bases this year? I would, I would definitely take Man, that. These are fucking insane lines. What do you think Ronald Acuna's stolen base uh, bases line is? Didn't he get 70 last year? Yeah. I'd probably set it at 64. This year, it is at fifty six and a half. The only thing I would say, right, is do they need him to get stolen bases? Yes. That lineup. Yeah, I mean, let's say he gets a single or gets walked. Literally within thirty seconds, you could have a guy in scoring position, and then yes, a. Matt Olson Dinker or pop up could then starting off the game. Absolutely. Uh, I just feel like you know the Braves are up seven two usually by like the sixth inning. Yeah, Um, but I mean he got seventy with the same lineup, so I can't imagine that they're gonna change course. I think it was more like they were letting him go for it there towards the end. But then again, the difference between 70 and 56 is probably the difference that I'm talking about. So 56 is probably right. a pretty good number. I'm going to say over on that, uh, taking a little early thing. We're clearly like 40 days away from opening day. So 
right now I'm saying, yeah, give me the over on that. Um, trying to think of other weird props we have. Do you have a, who do you think is going to be the home run leader in 2024? Because the favorite right mm. now is Aaron Judge at plus 380. His over under is 44 and a half home runs. I'd take the under. Interesting. Player to record the most stolen bases. Acuna is plus 150. Estuary Ruiz. I need to look up who that is. Uh, it's plus 325. Corbin Carroll, my dog. And Ellie De La Cruz, also my dog. Right behind him. Yeah, Ruiz. Um, <laughs> he is probably the heart and soul of the athletics. <laughs> well, is that saying a lot? Or is he like... I'm not being a dick. Uh, him and Brent Rooker are probably like, realistically, like I was even asking a question to somebody that's like an Oakland athletic fan. I was like, so when you go to the game, do they sell jerseys of current players? He was like, no, you have to actually go in there and get it customized for a current player because they, the athletics did not want to invest into buying inventory for current players that they might trade away later. Dead serious. This is a real thing for the athletics. But yeah, Asteri Ruiz, Brent Rooker, those are your two guys that I they are good for fantasy purposes. They're good for the athletics, but that is really the only two people that are on the athletics. Dang. Yeah. Uh yeah, I do have a player to hit the most home runs here. Aaron Judge plus three fifty. I really like uh Jordan. Yeah. Jordan with the value there. Yeah, I agree. Uh, same way, uh, Jordan is uh, plus 700. He's a favorite for most RBI as well. I also don't hate Corey Seager, too, at 49 to 1 or 50 to 1 on yours or probably 30 to 1 on yours. But uh, reason why is because like, he was out a month and he was still second in the American League in home runs. So nothing too crazy to think of there. Uh, if he plays a full season, I would say he would be in that conversation. Okay. Uh, pitchers to record the most strikeouts. Do we just go with Spencer? That's Garrett Cole. Strider? Really, eleven to one. Garrett Cole or Spencer Strider? Those are the two guys. Well, that sucks because uh, Strider's plus one eighty-five. But uh, value-wise, uh, I'd take the Garrett Cole at twelve to one. Then, yeah, yeah, I think you're right. Cool. Um, all right. Anything uh, else you want to discuss here today? No, uh, college baseball was pretty crazy this weekend. Um, just, just a reminder for anybody that does bet college baseball, just remember, good teams lose quite a bit to teams you've never heard of before. Just a heads up. So like St. John's beating Florida, the number two school, that does not mean Florida is a bad baseball team. Baseball's weird in college. There's a lot of parity. Don't get too... Don't get too into, oh, this team sucks now. For example. And, uh, and this, I do have a baseball bet for today, too. What you got? Uh, LSU minus six and a half for Central Arkansas. And then give me over 12 and a half, Southern Miss versus Air Force. Full fucking send. Once again, <laughs> I, I watched a game where LSU was, uh, I, they were playing VMI. And VMI had a five-run lead on him in the fifth inning. So, and then, they, of course, LSU came back and won. College baseball is insane. Uh, something to look for here. This is probably game of the year. 
just as a heads up, this might be one of the best games. I might drive up to Dallas to watch it kind of good. Arkansas, Oregon State. They are playing Friday night, 8 o'clock. Oregon State's got this kid from uh, Trevor Bazana. He's an Australian kid. Kid hits tanks. He is an absolute weapon. Oregon State has probably one. It will be one of the more fun teams to actually bet on this year. I think they're very undervalued in the ranking system. They're in the top 10, but I don't think there's a lot of buzz around them. Arkansas, of course, has a baseball blue blood. They're going to get a lot of like buzz and shit like that. But Oregon State is an absolutely disgusting team. Uh, I would love to watch this. I'd love to see Bazana hit. I think Hagen Smith is pitching that Friday night. He should be the Friday night guy. That is going to be a shit ton of fun. So I might drive up to Dallas for that. I'm, I went to go watch... <laughs> I went to go watch a couple of games on uh, this Sunday. Watched about f- seven different teams play this weekend. It is there is a lot of crazy shit going on. But yes, sorry, getting distracted here. Well, LSU. The, it was a shame that you uh, missed out on that uh, crazy uh, TCU um, game uh, late. Saturday. Was, <laughs> no, I I was completely gone. The Yeti. I was a Yeti yard. Casualty. We got, we got to hear about the Yeti yard. Dishfalk Field is college baseball. It's bad. I agree. It is the absolute, one of the greatest baseball's venues. They've added a center field section, which is completely free. Bring your own beer. There's Yeti coolers you could borrow and use there. There's Yeti chairs you could use there. There's this guy named Rob. He's your bartender. Rob is a man. Love Rob. Rob is my hero. Shout out to Rob. We love Rob. Uh, probably one of the greatest experiences. I forgot that I had seats inside. So I went to two games this weekend, checked out a TCU game early Sunday morning, went to Globe Life to check out a Tennessee and Oregon play. No, out of all the experiences, and one of them's in Globe Life Field, I had more fun at the Texas game. They hit a grand slam into the Yeti yard. Probably a life-altering moment of excitement. I don't know. Like, the best way I could explain it was like when I went to Austin FC and I saw them score a goal. Yeah. Yeah. It was, the excitement was beer was flowing. Everything was being tossed. It was an absolute shit show. Loved every second of it. No, college baseball, this is the fastest growing sport. It's probably going to be one of the top five. This will be one of the most watched sports in five years. Interesting. Okay. Yeah, uh, I agree. I love the uh, Texas uh, baseball stadium. What he was talking about. University of Texas has a fantastic baseball stadium. I've been to the Florida State one, which is is pretty good. But the what makes the uh, Texas one so great is is the food options, right? All the food trucks, all the tailgating right outside. Um, that's something that the FSU's baseball stadium is like right in the center of the entire campus, so you can't really do that. Um, no, it, it's beautiful. They're actually trying to build more of a Bevo Boulevard tailgating thing on the streets it in the next two years, hopefully you're back in Austin at this point in your life. But in the next two years, it is going to be the place to be on Friday, Saturday and Sunday. Uh, I wonder if I should go see a UCF baseball game while I'm here. Uh, I might fly out for one. We've talked about enough because Texas will be there. I think in May. It's one of our nice road trips, other than going to like Oklahoma. 
So I think it's one of our funner road trips, if anything, for a baseball program. So yeah, I might, I might go check it out. And you know, cool thing is, uh, Delta just now added a Orlando leg, so I can just get a direct flight there from Delta. Might check that out. Yeah, I might have to do that. Uh, looks like fr- uh, a Friday night there, UCF, uh, Texas. That would be a pretty good one. John Juliano Park. I gotta figure out where in the hell Orlando is. I'm the worst Orlando person ever. I've been here now for nine months, and I know where nothing is. But, uh, okay, cool. Uh, anything else you got for today's episode? Uh, no, I'm done. It's President's Day. Go celebrate. Go buy something 40% off. That seems to be the holiday, right? I'm yeah, good to go. Much. Okay. Cool. Well, uh, thank you, everyone, for tuning in. Make sure to like, follow, subscribe. Hit us up on the interwebs. Let us know how you're gambling and your goofing is doing and uh yeah we will be back here uh, hopefully here soon uh with our episode for you guys as we get ready to transition into march madness and baseball season so thank you guys peace